Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Dave, um, how are you, man? Very well. I think this might be one of your favorite all-time topics, today's topic. Which, oh, yes, certainly. Um, I must say, Dave, uh, you are a St. Johner through and through. You weren't born here. You were, um, you're, you, you were a newcomer uh, or a, a, a CFA, a come from away. Uh, a CFA, yeah. You came from the, uh, the great white north of Canada uh, up, on the, up on the Yukon. And um, you are not alone. There are so many people that have found St. John. Our little city with the Boiling Point. It's the world headquarters of the Boiling Point podcast. Uh, some people have found this place, people from all over the world, as you have witnessed. And it's interesting, last week talking to Sean Nicole, but when we were younger, when I was younger, we were quite a bit of a monoculture, like it was a very white city. Um, uh, and then the University of New Brunswick, I don't know, probably say 25 years ago, started to put a really good effort into bringing students from around the world. And that just brought this new energy and vibrancy to the city and today it's just such a it's such a diverse uh and you know just a, an incredible city for for all people i i you know the, the last uh, conversation we had uh with sean and cole about black lives matter um just goes to show like there's a thirst and a hunger for the city for all communities to figure out how to continue the city as being an inclusive place to be and a safe place to be. And that's what our two guests are here to speak about. Um, and, uh, you know, as the city is in transition to becoming uh, even more strong. Um, Before we bring our guests in, I just, I do want to comment on that because I've been here for 20 years and I've seen such an incredible change in 20 years. Like I arrived from Vancouver, living in Vancouver, which is, you know, very diverse. And, and just to give you an example, just the food that I could get when I arrived, I was, you know, I was asking my friends, where, where can we go for sushi? They're like, well, we don't have sushi. You know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, it was hard to find espresso, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like I could find a pint anywhere um, and I could find, you know, fish and chips. But it was just hard to find, you know, um, any like it just it just the, there wasn't a lot of variety, and and when I when I compare it to now, I'm just seeing such an incredible change that um, you know like I you know I'm, I'm partly feel very proud of being connected with this community in in seeing the change and wanting to see more of it right so I just wanted to share that perspective because um, it was it was like it was jarring for me initially coming here um, uh, on you know just uh, you know the just let's even talk about food, let alone the diversity, the rest of the diversity that you'd kind of come to expect in a Canadian city. And things have changed. And we've got a, a few people who uh, focus on this on a daily basis. Um, so I would love to uh, bring in my dear friend, Jennifer Walshutes, and my, my brand new dear friend, Lena Gerbaria. And I'm, I'm sorry if I did a bad job on your last name. No, Debbie. it was cool. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Lena, welcome. You're never wrong. <laughs> Lena and Jennifer, welcome to the polling point. Uh, Thank um, you. Thank you so much. Jennifer, do you want to set context uh, first before we go into uh, 
getting to know a little bit about what, how you two show up in our city to make it a stronger, more, more diverse, inclusive, and incredible place to live. Sure, absolutely. Thank you for having us on The Boiling Point. We are um, active fans, if you will, that uh, listen in on the podcast all the time. So it's cool to be a guest for sure. Hmm. Um, Dave, I definitely want to say thank you for choosing to live in St. John, New Brunswick. Um, both Lena and I are from other countries. So in my family, we are from Zimbabwe, Africa, came to Canada in 1980. So we also chose to live here. And Lena um, is from Palestine and chose to come here as Greg referenced about the university. She came to UNB St. John. Um, and in my previous job, I think uh, it's, it's pretty common knowledge that I was an international recruiter recruiting students for 10 years for both UNB Fredericton and UNB St. John. And the number of students that have successfully gone through and chosen to stay, um, and specifically in St. John, uh, you know, a huge piece of that has been about the co-op work terms and internships that Canadian universities have students directly into the workforce during their undergraduate degree. And then that's uh, turned into full-time job offers. And so it's just wonderful. Um, in my job now, I am the population growth officer for the city of St. John. So it is my job to recruit people to live in St. John. And that can look like people coming from another city within the province or interprovincial uh, recruitment where people are coming from different uh, provinces and cities to, to move to St. John. And then of course the international piece where I'm still connected with people in Africa, India, all different continents and uh, a huge piece of uh, attracting people um, is showing them the city, showing them the citizens which is why the amazing partnership with uh, Hemmings House uh, to do the video uh, that we're gonna see today, we're releasing today or launching. Um, this is an opportunity for people that are considering Canada in general, and then New Brunswick and then St. John to be able to see what the place is like. It, you know, it's a huge leap of faith to hear from someone like me, what a wonderful, safe, welcoming place it is, but for you to make that life decision and come yourself sight unseen, um, whether it's from another province or internationally, it's mm -hmm. a decision and mm -hmm. your life. And uh, so it's, it's, we do a lot of personal um, interaction and preparation. And if someone is going to be coming from abroad, you know, the application process, getting the visas, it can take a whole year. Um, we encourage people, of course, to visit before they come and all of that sort of thing. It's much easier if you're in Canada and you can either drive or fly or come and visit the city before you move. Um, and there's some people, of course, that have family members that are encouraging them to come. And that's a whole other piece, uh, too, that I can talk about. Uh, we know that four years ago, we opened our doors in St. John to Syrian refugees and many families were assigned actually to come to St. John. And what we're seeing now, which is amazing, is that those families are recruiting their siblings and parents. And so, you know, one family that came four years ago can now have 12 or 14 people that they personally have encouraged to come. And mm -hmm. Lena and I see that in our job every day. Um, I'll let Lena introduce herself and tell you what she does every day. 
Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks, Greg and Dave. Uh, yeah, for having uh, me today. That's uh, like Jennifer said, it's, uh, it's awesome to be on the other side of, of the equation. Basically, we're in the shock. That is so cool. Thank you. Um, yeah, like, uh, like Jennifer said, I, I, am, I was a newcomer at some point. Uh, I uh, arrived here to St. John in 94. I met my husband at, uh, at school, um, at university, and he's Palestinian as well. And uh, I don't know, I, I liked him. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> because many people, like usually people when they come here, they come with their uh, spouses. So everybody assume I came here with my spouse, and I didn't. I came with my mom and dad and my two brothers. And I always say, oh, no, I just came to Canada to find him. Like, we arrived to Canada exactly in 93. I met him in, in, in 94, and we moved to St. John, both of us, in 94. And I lived here in St. John since then. And uh, four children later, <laughs> uh, here, here we are. And uh, we, we definitely love it. Like, my oldest two, actually, they're, they're adults now. They're 24 and 22. Um, and they just want to live in St. John. The, the one who's 22, he just graduated this year from UNBSJ as well. And I tell him, like, if you, you know, if you want to look for a job, you can look anywhere. Like, Canada is huge. Just, you know, I want him to find a job. But no, he's insisting to find something in St. John. Mm -hmm. um, so I know because sometimes, like, when you talk to people, especially from Jennifer's position, where this is her job to recruit people to St. John, well, of course she's going to say that St. John is the, you know, is a great city, blah, blah, blah. But it's really true. Like um, when I came here to St. John, uh, there wasn't any person who would speak my language, the Arabic. It was just us. Uh, and yet I felt like it's home. Uh, the neighbors, I remember, they, they came when we moved uh, to the house. They came and they brought food and they just came to say hi. And even when we were in an apartment, I remember like, we, like there were an older couple and they always, you know, they felt like they, they have to look after me. Uh, I honestly felt home. Uh, so it's, it's really great. And uh, I, I wanted to give back after. I remember I had my, uh, my kids. I finished my degree but I wanted to do more uh, and um, I volunteered a lot in the community, a lot. Uh, eventually some newcomers start coming, not necessarily, you know, from the same, like from my country or my homeland, but different areas. But uh, uh, somehow I didn't know how I found them or they found me. I have no idea, <laughs> but I actually was almost like a taxi driver for lots of newcomers for years. Um, and but so for me now, where I'm working at the St. John Newcomer Center, I'm getting paid to, to help people <laughs> with the same thing. So why not? And I can do, of course, more. I have more say, more power to help people in a different way, for sure. And uh, this is what we do at the St. John Newcomer Center. We're a settlement organization. We, we basically... Uh, like you mentioned, Greg, at the introduction, like our values as well, like with respect, equality, inclusive, fairness. Uh, um, this, is, this is our values, like our mission really to improve the culture and social uh, and economic well-being of the whole community 
through promotion of multiculturalism, uh, support for the newcomers, uh, to show how the, the huge value newcomers add to the city. Um, they do it through um, different ways, like uh, economical or even volunteering. Um, I look after volunteers as well. You have no idea when, it is so sweet when newcomers, they come to me and they say, I really wanna volunteer, I really wanna give back. And they've just been here like, you know, sometimes like for just a month or two, like, but this is how they feel. Like when they come here to Canada, they feel this is, this is home. And especially St. John and St. Johners, they have the magic to, to make people feel this is home and everybody's welcome. And, and this is where everybody want to stay. And you find them really desperate to find a job as much as, you know, as fast as they can, because this is to them, this is where they want to stay. It's, it's such a good news to hear. And so interesting that, <clears throat> that you came to this community so long ago and have experienced such a transition. Uh, we'll get more into that, but I think we should watch this video that we did. And Jen, why don't you tee it up and also acknowledge that we shot this before uh, the pandemic. Uh, I don't want people to be nervous when they see the shots of the crowds and things like that. It was definitely pre-COVID. Um, and the idea is that this video, as I said earlier, is for people to see the landscape of the city, see the citizens, have a real sense of the vibe and the feel of St. John through the video. I will be using this video in my when I'm back on the road doing recruitment trips, but it's also something that I can send to people that are considering uh, St. John. And if I'm not available and the mayor's traveling, he can use it himself. Um, so it sort of stands on its own. And um, you know, when people are considering moving, whether they have their visa or they're about to get the visa, I think that this video can sort of confirm to someone that they're making the right choice or help them to really realize the place that they're choosing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it for the first time with everyone. All right, all right. Well, hey, why don't we press play? Do you guys have a full black screen? Yep. Yes. There we go. It is. St. John is. St. John is. St. John is. St. John is. Saint Jean, c'est l'éducation. Saint Jean is education. Saint Jean est suraksha. Saint John is safety. Saint John est la réalité. Saint John is healthcare. Saint John is diversity. Saint John here, Nashatab Dil Jamia. Saint John is activities for all. Saint John is arte y cultura. Saint John is arts and culture. Saint John is. 全員のアクセスが便利です。Saint John is 
access to nature. St. John, yes, the opportunity. St. John is an opportunity. St. John is lifestyle. St. John is friendly people. St. John, dear, traffic jam, beyond Niha. St. John is no traffic jam. St. John is newcomer support. St. John is cold. Wow, it looks great. So the really cool thing to notice is that everyone in that video, including Lena, who's in it, you probably saw her go by, lives here and are part of the community and are living, working, studying here. There's no one there that's an extra or a hired uh, person, uh, actor to be in that video. And everybody's speaking from the heart and it's, uh, it's very uh, natural and genuine, which is so exciting. And all the little pieces of the city, you know, we're trying to show the port and uh, the different uh, business sectors and all the activities and the beautiful access to the water and all of the things. So I think you, your team did a beautiful job, Greg. We oh, love it. Yeah, but really, it's, it's those voices and so many different voices and languages. Uh, so good. And, and Dave, my, my favorite St. John is, is the, uh, the no traffic jams. Yeah, I, no, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> that video, what, 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 what's, what spoke to you? To me? Yeah. Oh, well, um, you know, actually uh, the fireworks um, in the Harbor and there's a really beautiful shot. And part of why it speaks to me, because I arrived on July 2nd, 2000, the it was in the evening and the plane was banking around from Montreal and these fireworks popped started popping up on July 2nd. And I thought, I thought they're welcoming me for sure. And I just thought, this is a place I should be. We should and do that for every newcomer that flies in. I'm, well, I'm telling you, it was profound. Like I, and I, I, there's a longer story that I won't bore you with, but, uh, but what happened was July 1st, because it didn't say St. John is fog, but we, we have this beautiful fog that rolls in that helps our skin and all those things. July 1st was too foggy. So July 2nd, they had the fireworks. So anyways, that's what really stuck out at me in 2000. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's always, that's how I know when I arrived. Thanks it for the so clarification, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want newcomers to think that every newcomer comes. We're going to have fireworks. Well, you know <laughs> what? We could do that. We could do that. We could build in the budget, I'm sure. Let's talk to Let's talk to. There we go. Let's, let's do uh, fundraising. <laughs> and also put root beer in all the fountains. Yeah. <laughs> it, what's, great and, what's great about the video is like we know everybody and everybody knows everybody and we're just like a, one big family really it's it's really awesome i'm just gonna say one thing i was i I actually thought it was interesting what you said uh jennifer said earlier um about you know you know people would expect that i'm going to promote the city um you know like greg you're on here as a native saint john or with three three of us who who've come from different part you know for me a different part of the country and different parts of the world 
I've always felt like it's easier to promote the place that you're at because we've chosen to be here. You know what yes, I mean? Like, like I feel like I feel like we can we can talk about it very passionately about these things because we have lived in all these different places and have, have made this a decision to be here. So I just, I just wanted to share that because sometimes it's harder when you're from here to say, you know, this, this is, this is such a great place, but when you, when you come from somewhere else and choose to be here and stay and, you know, and, you know, Lena, you were mentioning four kids, we've got, we've got three children, um, you know, and this is our place, you know? And so I feel like I can be very proud and loud about it um, because it's our choice. And when you do travel and leave and, and go to other cities and provinces or different countries of the world, it also helps you to appreciate the city and the things like the no traffic or mm. people always speak to you and say hello on the street or in an elevator. And, you know, when you go to a big city, uh, that's not necessarily happening and you really notice it. And so you come back and you see the city in a different lens. I certainly used to feel like that in my previous job. And it was, uh, you know, I'd be in big cities and big places and be in the elevator. And when people would get in the elevator, I'd greet them. <laughs> Hello, good morning. And people would look at me and be like, why is this girl talking to me? And it's, such a, it's a St. John thing. And the kids, the students that I was recruiting for the, the two campuses for UNB, they would say that to me, you know, after being here for a few weeks, they'd say, everyone greets me. Everyone says hello to me on the street or in the elevator. And, you know, now I, I feel I must say hello back and, you know, hold the door. And I say, yes, you know, this is the culture here. And, and that's how, how people are. Jennifer, that, that is such, that is such a true thing. Again, I mean, and I guess Lena's experience too, but that was my experience because I, in fact, the, the, the my friends that I had met here said, Dave, you got to start saying hi to people. But it was just so yes. weird for me because I was like coming from Vancouver, you know, it was you not like that. a cold city, but no one did that. But that is such a real thing that anyone that, you know, we, it's, it's, you have to experience it to, to actually really believe it, I think. Absolutely. The yeah. other thing I wanted to just touch on was about, uh, we were saying uh, about people staying and, uh, you know, obviously a huge piece of my job is about retention. Um, as we mentioned, it's easy to talk about this city and it's easy to talk about Canada and it is a glorious place to live. We all know and, uh, you know, all of the wonderful amenities and freedoms and safety and things that we have to offer. The challenge is getting people to stay here. And that's another reason why the people used in this video or the people that participated in this video, I should say, are all people who have chosen to stay past what their expected time was, whether it was study or to work here for a year or whatever it was. And they all sort of got bitten by the St. John bug of wanting to stay and being part of the community and feeling like, they don't want to move again. You know, we've already, several of us have moved from different countries and places many times. And a lot of the conversations uh, Lena and I have is, this is the last move. This is the last place. You know, you've gotten to where you want to be. St. John is the place to be. Um, and so in my job, I help people to find jobs, uh, to, to make sure that people are finding a well-paying, good job in St. John. And uh, we have a whole team of people HSJ and uh, working New Brunswick and all sorts of people who work together to help people find a good job and refer people. And a huge piece of Alina and I asking people to volunteer all the time is that we can give people a reference. 
And when they, when someone volunteers, they're again spreading their web, meeting more people, meeting people that are employers or CEOs of companies and businesses that are like, oh, wow, I didn't know you lived in St. John. Oh, you're looking for a job. I have a job. Um, and all those little conversations, because as we know, oftentimes finding a job is the networking and the meeting people or over dinner, someone says they need to hire someone and someone else says, well, I know a person who just moved here and all of that inter interconnectedness. So it is, it's, it, it's interesting how people can find their way and become part of the community so well. Uh, Lena, what, what are some of the things that you've seen uh, in the last 20 some odd years <clears throat> for changes? Uh, like I, I know you, you felt as very welcoming when you first got here, but uh, you know it's you've really lived. You're you've been here longer than Dave has. <laughs> yes, I, I, I sure have. Yeah, um, like changes in the city. You mean? Just like like if you were a newcomer today coming in, um, yeah. What 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 differences have you have you seen that are really special? Honestly, the big difference for me is something, uh, and, and I'm serious, I'm not just saying that because I'm working at the Newcomer Center, but, ha but having um, a center for newcomers to go to. I didn't have that when I came. That was t almost 26 years ago. Um, I had to search for things on my own. I had to find my, like, even, even as simple as volunteering. Like, even if I want to volunteer, like, I had to look for this i had no help like right now when i see the newcomers come and the things we do for them like jennifer said we help with the employment we work uh, as well with uh, lots of other organizations we we connect them with the partners to know there is someone who does something uh it's it's priceless to know it's priceless to know it at the same exact time that you need it not you know a year later uh this is what i went through I didn't know there is support for even when I get pregnant. I didn't know there was supports and I can go. There is groups and I didn't know. Uh, and it sounds, you know, simple and it maybe sounds like just unimportant, but it was to me at that point mm -hmm. uh, with different stages that I went through, um, whether at, at uh, university or then having children and, and different, you know, uh, ages, you know, the stage of uh, our lives. So um, what we do at the center, like connecting these newcomers, like we, we sit with the newcomer face to face. What's your needs? All the services there, as simple as even the hospitals. Many people didn't know we have two hospitals in St. John. So as just as simple as that, they have options, the clinics, uh, we talk about everything you could imagine. And then when I hear their needs, I can connect them even more and more. Sometimes I dig deeper for a special need that my client has never even come to my mind um, for whatever, you know, uh, purpose, but uh, there would be a specific need that this client has or, or uh, looking for that I will ask everybody I'll, I'll i'll ask jennifer i'll ask you know here and there like you know until you find and you will find a resource and you will find uh, a solution and you will find somewhere uh for this uh newcomer to reach out to this is huge uh greg it's it's just huge uh this is part of what we do employment getting people ready for employment like uh, jennifer said earlier like we had uh, a um a big amount of uh, Syrian refugees came in 2016. 
which is great. They're ready to work. They want to work. They want to give back to the community. But language was an issue uh, to Canadian culture. Um, lots of these kind of like even war culture uh, that you had to train them. This is what we did. Uh, we didn't just uh, send them to, to build like a shed. Basically, we taught them the culture, the word culture, the language, uh, you want to teach them every little thing, you know, about it. And it's, it's hard for people to imagine. Sometimes we take things for granted, uh, but you have to think the way they're thinking. And every client is different. Every newcomer is different. Every person coming from different region in the world also have different goals and, and, uh, and dreams and all that. And uh, we at the newcomer center feel this is why we're here. To fulfill, to fulfill these dreams, to help these people to succeed easily. They don't need to struggle, you know, until they reach somewhere. Because yes, retention is a huge thing. If, like when people find a job, like even yesterday I had a client, she, she said, Lena, I don't know what is it for you. You're trying so hard to help me and my husband. Like, what is it for you? And I'm like, honestly, I just want you to find a job. If you find a job, I'll be happy. She just couldn't believe it. Like she doesn't, like, what is it for me? Because, you know, we're, we're a nonprofit, of course, we're not charging people. So they cannot get that. So uh, to feel that there is someone to reach out to, I build the connection with the newcomers, with, with the clients, when they have even any problems or issues, like even outside like employment or, or specific need, they come, they come to me. And guess what? I will find them a solution, even if it's something related to like family uh, situation, like family uh, concern. There is always a situation uh, that comes up and there is always a solution. Um, it just, you have to know where to look. Um, many people, they don't know there are resources here in St. John absolutely free for children under the age of five. Uh, the kids need help, uh, the wife needs help. If um, I work with the exploratory visitors as well, so we try to, um, recruit and Jennifer and I we work together uh, on this file we try to have these investors to come to St. John because of the huge potential that we know and we see uh, if I'm going to start talking about that that's another episode so anyway but <laughs> seriously I'm serious so we try to you know showcase St. John and, and give them the best that will fit their needs uh, and their family needs, because we want them to be successful. We don't want anyone just to come to St. John just to come and live and be unsuccessful, because if they're not successful, then we honestly feel we failed them. So we, it really means a lot to us to work hard to, to, to see them successful. Um, and, and with these investors or these people that they come through the AIPP or work permits, uh, even if one of the spouses is working, you want the other spouse to be happy whether it's looking to improve English uh, language or um, find employment or what have you, you have to work with the whole family. You can't just concentrate on the main applicant, you know, and sometimes, unfortunately, this is how it works and what happens, but, but we don't. And because we're a small city and because we're like just one, um, you know, we all want to succeed. And when we all succeed, we all reach, reach somewhere. And a huge piece of that success is your work and your team's work, as well as Prude and the YMCA Newcomer Connection. Newcomer. Yeah. All of these settlement services work so, so hard to make everyone feel welcomed and settled and, 
the, all the personal needs that happen. And it can be anything from just recently, we were asked who could help someone to learn to drive and be that person in the car with them. I'll do that. I could do volunteer. Yeah, ex- I'm like in a parking lot. Okay. Um, to, uh, you know, the YMCA, for example, the amazing service of having translators go with newcomers to the doctor. So the importance of the patient being able to tell the doctor what their symptoms are and what's wrong with them and to clearly understand back from the doctor what the situation is and what medicine they should take and all of those sorts of things. So it's it's really incredible the work that's being done and you know we could absolutely talk about it for hours and hours but I am very proud of the welcoming and um, service uh, industry that is available for newcomers. And it is something special to St. John. You know, if you're going to show up in another city, Dubai, for example, and say, oh, hi, I'm here to start a business. People sort of would look at you and say, okay, good luck. You do you and we'll do us. We're here in St. John. We say, oh, wonderful. Well, there's someone else who has a similar business. Let us introduce you. Maybe they could be your mentor. Maybe you can make sure you don't make the mistakes they made. Here's the, you know, let me help you with a market, uh, a uh, review of the city. Exactly. Jennifer, it's funny you say that. People actually want to really talk to you to tell you exactly the mistakes they did or they made, so you will avoid it, right? Like It's so kind. It really doesn't yeah. happen. You're really like places. a one big family. Yeah. With everybody, like citizens or uh, partners or everybody. We all work together beautifully, for sure. So these are the reasons why when we talk to people about moving to St. John that all of these things are in place for a soft landing um, and support. And right now, while it's the sort of the COVID times, I mean, we're still in a pandemic. We've all just gone through the first part of it and amazingly different industries and uh, professions are uh, letting their employees work from home. This is something that we, I definitely, and a lot of us have been talking about with prospective St. Johners that now if your employer is allowing you to work remotely, you don't have to live in another city. You could potentially live in St. John, whether your job is here or not, because now so many companies have made that possible and are understanding how productive people can be at home and with technology and all of the options. So this is really now a big selling feature for us that we talk about with prospects from around Canada, but also around the world. Um, So it's really changing the conversation and allowing people to really, you know, consider moving here and and being here and maintaining their job that they have and not having to even change their job dependent. So that's exciting. This is fantastic. So Jen, why don't we um, let the listeners and viewers know where to see the video? Um, and then obviously the call to action is when you see the video, share the video so other people can, uh, can, uh, explore more. So yeah, what's the best way to get uh, contact? And then also, uh, I want to hear from Lena for contact as well. Okay, for sure. So we have a website that is a part of the city of St. John website, which is www.lifeinsaintjohn.ca. So lifeinsaintjohn.ca, the video will be housed there. And there's a lot of information for someone that is considering moving to St. John. So we have various different tabs about what you need to know before you move to the city. There's a tab for jobs and employment. There's a tab for employers that wish to hire newcomers. There soon will be a a tab for um, just lifestyle and and different things that people can um, 
click on to, there'll be photos, all sorts of things. So that website, www.lifeinsaintjohn.ca is an important one for people to know. When we do talk about the video, I also want to just throw out a little kudos to the music. Um, it's Matt Clifford from Three Sheet, and he Welcome is John. Johner. Yeah, he is a native St. John, so uh, the, the whole video uh, has people that are, are locally sourced, which is so wonderful. Um, and of course, if people want to email me, life at stjohn.ca is the best way to reach me. I answer all those emails, visit, or to come and make their move. I will assist you. Awesome. And Lena, how do uh, newcomers reach out to you when once they land or before they land? Yeah, they can uh, visit us at our uh, website, SJ Newcomers, S-J-N-E-W-C-O-M-E-R-S dot C-A. Um, there are different tabs there for different uh, services that we offer. Uh, um, we can serve anybody, like you don't have to have a permanent residency status to be uh, served at uh, the center for whether it's any language conversation classes, uh, English, French, uh, we can serve uh, the Francophone community. We have lots of uh, Francophone um, community here that they moved from different uh, areas in the, in the world. Uh, just beautiful to see the numbers like skyrocketing. Uh, we can serve them at, uh, at the center for sure. Um, you can reach me at my email address. It's a little bit hard. It's, it's my first dot last name, lena.garbia at sjnewcomers.ca. Uh, but the website would be best and you will find, you'll see all the emails and um, contact information for all the employees. Like if you're looking for someone, um, Francophone, for example, uh, would be best, but uh, I'll connect you. And we have our Facebook as well. Emily is very active on uh, social media. She's amazing. She's uh, She's making things happen uh, for sure and uh, having uh, all the services um, shown there. But uh, yeah, we, we can serve anybody uh, any time if you have any questions. And uh, this is part of what I do as well. I do help international students and I do get lots of emails and questions before they arrive, whether uh, about childcare or um, um, simple things, even uh, housing. Uh, so we can help. Uh, we can connect you with the right people to to search and all that. So I mean, uh, this is where where I come. Um, I do orientation sessions with UNBN and BCC all the time. We do taxes uh, for the international students and newcomers. Yeah, Jennifer loves that. Yeah, like this year we. Well, Dave and I at Boiling Point, we need our taxes done too. Yeah. There we go. Bring them. Bring them on. I'll 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 finish them for you. <laughs> That's no problem. So we can do anything you can. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to share just a, you know, just hearing all the, the support is incredible. And, you know, that's, um, I wasn't aware to be honest of all, I mean, I had some inkling, I guess, of some of it, but, um, you know, in, and so I'm just can imagine me arriving now and, you know, having access to a lot of the support is incredible. But even as I arrived when I did, um, as an entrepreneur, and we haven't really uh, talked about too much talk about getting jobs, but as an entrepreneur starting a business, um, we walked into Enterprise St. John 
And uh, I was shocked at just like, oh, welcome. And, you know, you want to start a business in, in New Brunswick? And it was like, yeah. And, you know, and, and so I continue, you know, 20 years later to be an entrepreneur and have a business in this region. And, and I think in large part, it was that support, right? So, um, but to hear all these additional services is, it makes it, I guess, not that much easier to promote the, um, you know, being here because it's not just about coming in and, and appreciating. It's about how do we retain people as you point out. And that was a big part of my retention personally. So that's, you know, a bit of my story. So I can, I can appreciate, you know, maybe if I didn't have the language and I didn't um, understand the system as, as well and that sort of thing, how valuable those services would be. Very nice, Dave. Absolutely. Exists today, you know, as Lena said, it's a whole other podcast, but we do this special uh, sort of business entrepreneurship visit where people are coming. When Lena referenced earlier the acronym AIPP, it's Atlantic Immigration Pilot Program. Mm. Another one, which is the Provincial Nominee Program. Thank you, Jennifer. Yeah, it's hard. Not everybody knows what that means. So when people are, are wanting to start a business and, and coming, part of the agreement for them to get their visa to do that as, as a worker, as a business visa, they must visit and do, uh, you know, market analysis and look at everything. And there's funding available. I mean, there's so many options. It's so mm-hmm. exciting and it can be overwhelming, mm-hmm. which is why we have to help navigate people. Mm-hmm. And I think the big message too is that it's not just for newcomers that are coming internationally. You know, your prime example, Dave, like someone coming from another province or, or state uh, can come and join and uh, they're going to have the same similar support that someone that is coming, uh, uh, immigrating can have the same experience. So the one, the one last thing is people will be absolutely floored, especially particularly if you're coming from, you know, certain, you know, international cities or Toronto or Vancouver or Montreal, the real estate here is in, like, it's a, you, you won't even believe it. Like you arrive and you go, seriously, <laughs> like that's- people lose their, their minds. And that's the, you know, we have on a daily basis. The two big things that went in conversation with people is about how you can own and buy a house here. And when we talked about the traffic and the things we were saying, you can, again, it talks, it speaks about money, but you can work the day, you can go to dinner, you can go to the theater and you, or go to a hockey game or whatever, and then be home within 15 minutes. Where if you lived in a big city, you do one of those things. You're either going to dinner or you're taking in the theater or you're doing the thing and then you're in traffic for many hours. But because of the traffic and the cost of things, you can do all of it. You can do everything. And you mm-hmm. can in the city and drive 10 minutes to your house and then be in nature and go kayaking or do all these different things. I mean, all of that is just the lifestyle, the place, the cost. I mean, it's just so it's, it's exciting for people. Some people actually don't believe it's true. They're like, really? Are you sure? Is this Disney? Like- just saying that. Yeah, I know. And, and even the quality of life with children. Like if you have children, you come back from home, uh, from work, uh, you come back home and you can actually do activities for the kids. In the big cities, it's really hard. By the time you're home, it's already seven o'clock. They yeah. like, can't do much. Uh, it has to be something in the weekend uh, or someone has to stay home or like there's lots of sacrifice they had to do. So I mean, here we honestly can do everything we want. The quality of life is absolutely priceless. 
And yeah, we're selling a lifestyle as yeah. well. I, and I believe, speaking of kids, I believe I saw two young girls on a beach that look very familiar, kind of look like they're, um, have maybe a Hemmings last name. Is that true? <laughs> this could happen. The Hemmingses are doing a very good job of helping us with the population. <laughs> uh, we can make daughters. Uh, <laughs> the daughters of a, a future uh, future city. I love it. It's good. Beautiful, wonderful, kind daughters. And yeah. I should uh, just add about the AIPP. If uh, anyone is interested to know more about it, we do have an AIPP officer at the St. John Newcomer Center. So when you visit our um, uh, website, you will find it there uh, if you have any more questions. Uh, and how to connect with, um, because many people also, Dave, like it's great when you came here, you knew you needed to go to Enterprise St. John to help you, but many people, they don't know uh, yeah. where to go. They, they, you know, and this is where we come as well. We connect them with, with everybody, especially exploratory visitors. When they come, this is the main thing that uh, we connect them with. Just a quick note, what Lena's saying about the Atlantic Immigration Pilot Program, it's employers that are open and available to hire newcomers. Mm. Um, and so also if a business wants to be uh, an Atlantic Immigration Pilot Program business, they can sign up for that as well. And so we're encouraging that, that um, if a business is considering hiring newcomers and making an easy, smooth transition, there's lots of support there. Awesome. Absolutely. And many are, yeah. Lots of good resources. Now, if you're watching this, um, you're going to want to go over to boilingpointpodcast.com and listen to this and other incredible interviews like this. So, uh, uh, Lena and Jennifer, thank you so much for uh, everything that you do for our city. And uh, also, thank you for being on the Boiling Point, finally. This is, this is awesome. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you Boiling so Point. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. See you, Jennifer. Thank Bye, you Lena. so Thanks, much. Jennifer. Bye, Take care. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer. It's such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster. And not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100%. Because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth.